2: Boogie well, hates racism and Chris Paul, and
1: who cannot get on board with that platform?
2: If I've learned a lot, this I, I'm not going to say it,
1: that sounds too good. No, ro- no. Ro- no, no, I no, 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 no. no. <laughs> if the Bucs do win it all, Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep Podcast Network post-game two Bucks playoff podcast where Milwaukee... Believe it or not, and I really don't want to, lost to the Chicago Bulls 114-110 in Fiserv Forum. The bigger story from the game, they lost Chris Middleton for the last portion of the game. We do not have any info on the severity of his injury. It was called a left knee injury, left knee soreness. Of course, it was soreness. Um, we will update you if we find out on this pod. We will do an emergency pod if the news is especially drastic. Probably won't know much of anything for a while, but welcoming uh i guess not welcoming nothing about this is welcoming after that
3: game but i'm joined I still by, like to be welcomed
1: well then welcome adam and we're also Thanks. joined by jordan and rohan the full full squad just watched on playback it was our first public playback that part was cool everything else not so much fellas how's it going
2: i've been better honestly it's fair
3: i feel welcome at least that's important <laughs> If I didn't feel welcome, I might have just left at this point, <laughs> so glad on that. Always glad to see Jordan. I feel like Jordan's going to take it in stride.
4: I uh, don't know. I mean, it's a bad loss. I We all were very confident of a sweep. I had my broom. I didn't have my broom ready like I did uh, oh, whatever that series that was.
3: Miami. That uh, was so good. The,
4: that was Miami. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
3: Oh, I was going to say the Pirates.
4: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um... But yeah, the, the weight of losing game two at mid losing Chris and Bobby and having yes. George, it's yeah it's
1: it's a lot. It's a lot right now. Yeah, should have mentioned Bobby Portis also left the game and did not return. His injury less mysterious. He got socked in the eye by Tristan Thompson going up for a rebound. His eye bled. He actually tried to come back in the game. Didn't probably mm. thankfully. That's a hell of a thing to try and play through. We don't have much info there either. That's eye soreness or Gus Johnson. Abrasion. Like, abrasion, like abrasion, I think it's what, oh, is what the
3: book so termed it as. Yeah.
1: I thought this was a Gus Johnson. I talked to Dwight Howard
3: moment. Apparently not. Um, you know what's not abrasive? Never
1: though. know. I like Milwaukee. Is it the GSPN merch, Adam?
3: It's the fabric on the GSPN t-shirts that – jordan and rohan are wearing
1: i don't have mine yet but it's it's on the list well, i
3: don't have mine yet either. not but just t-shirts just, oh we said we were gonna do it up top yes uh gspnstore.com for all of your your step podcast network birch needs 22 percent off through april 30th promo code playoffs 22 you've probably heard us talk about it already so we're not going to beat it to that but we've got a lot of stuff up there we really like if you want to support us support the pods rep the books and the brewers uh, yeah. out in public in a way that's just a little bit, a little bit more unique that people be like, Oh, what's that? What's that you're wearing? That's like that, that guy, that, that famous Milwaukee influencer, <laughs> Jordan Tresky. I've seen he wears that look.
4: <laughs> um, GSPNstore.com.
3: That's, that's where you can get off that. Sorry, Ty, but we said we do it up no, front. No, that's, and I, that's good. I thought let's, let's just do it to break up the, Sadness is up top, too. Yeah,
1: and I don't think it'd be good if we tried to do a merch read like after we really dove into the depression. (laughs) Be like, ah, I mean, if you want to, you can get a shirt. Uh, They soak up tears really well. Yeah,
3: it's like you're feeling down, need some retail therapy. (laughs) GSPNstar.com.
1: He's a pitch man, I'll give it to him. Um, so I think we to continue the trend of not putting Giannis last pretty damn impressive Giannis game, all all things considered was not flawless by any means the free throw shooting still not great he got it up to 61% which isn't horrible for Giannis horrible for most players though um but it's i mean pretty 33 bad for giannis yeah it's not bad for giannis um but 33 18 and 9 you know herculean effort to keep the bucks in it not a lot of help at any point throughout this game um what
3: it's, no Ro- rohan said it's pretty bad for giannis you went, yeah it's not bad for giannis
1: <laughs> oh i <have> misheard him <laughs> It's not that bad it's, for Giannis.
3: You know, you could kind of split the difference. It's yeah. We've seen it. Yeah. But we've seen worse. We've seen better.
1: Giannis was overall though, one of the few bright spots, I think. I thought he continued to play well even against the Bulls defense that's collapsing to him. But again, for the second straight game, just not enough around him throughout the course of the game for the Bucks to look like the better team, which honestly they haven't been. I mean, I think at this point there's no more discussion about are they playing with their food, whatever else? Game one should have been the wake-up call that you can't do that with this Bulls team, at least to that extent. Now this is really like, okay, stop acting like the better team. We've
3: not... got we've got some news. It's not what great. It? Uh, an MCL sprain. Oh, we'll get okay. an a- a MRI tomorrow. But that's Bud, um, as per Jim Ozarski, the Journal of Central, that's what Bud has said. He was just told it's an MCL sprain.
1: Rohan? Not yet. Not yet. What do you mean not yet? Well it's it well, we don't know the official official severity. So well, th- this say. is exactly what I'm trying to get from you. I just want you you're the you're the it's medical not guy.
3: it's not great. It could be not as bad as it could as be, it could be, it be, could be but works. it's it's not like we're not seeing him back on Friday, if that's no, no,
1: to. I think he's gonna be out for a little bit. Yeah. Well, that really sucks.
3: it's it's not good.
1: So, I guess the one, I mean I just said, you know, you can't treat the Bulls like they're not the better team. They're still one of the two or three least imposing playoff teams in the field. The Bucks should be able to win this series even if Chris doesn't play another minute in this series. This is the whole point of dropping to 3 to dodge the Nets in the first round is to be able to get through the first round easier. <laughs> It's hopefully they can, have, for sure. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they can still do that. Again, they should be able to. They have the best player in the series. They have another guy in Drew Holiday who is supposed to be right up there contending for second best in the series. We have not gotten that really at all from Drew. I mean, some good defense as always, but good defense probably underselling it. But offensively, Drew just a mess. I mean, he gets up to six assists in this game. Also had six turnovers. Six for 16 from the field. A lot of sixes just did not have that same impact that we saw so consistently. And they're even more than last regular season, Drew was consistently great all season long. Just has not looked like that player at any sustained stretch in the playoffs so far. That now has to change. Before Chris goes out, you need one of those guys to play well. Every other game, you can beat the Bulls. Well, you know, later series are different. Now you need a game drew for this series or things can get real dicey
3: do you want to do I want me to give you i've gone to the invaluable nba injury resource which is in the street clothes
1: oh yeah and oh boy just, i don't know
3: just, you're not gonna like it but yeah. if if this does prove to be a grade two uh, mcl sprain when the mri is done the average number of games missed for um i think 12 in-season examples this was of, as of 2017 and then, street Coast database was that they missed twenty-one games or roughly six weeks.
2: Oh Christ! Yeah, so you can go grade one to grade three. So grade, grade three one is
3: grade three. one. We could see them pretty quickly. Yeah, but if it's again, grade that's why that's why I didn't two, want to
2: speculate because we
1: we don't know the severity. of it. Oh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't asking that, you to give me the game specifically, Rohan. No, I just but
2: that, some, I, I, I'm, That's I did, just a range, the which is. is
3: not. Which it could be it could be
2: any way anywhere from like a week to the summer
3: yeah it, it could be a season for sure and that's even if the books don't just flounder immediately it could still be a season oh well, yeah
1: yeah, six weeks we'll the, see the hopefully by is, the time people listen yeah. to
3: this there's better news on it yeah but it's certainly not the kind of good news you would have wanted sorry about I'm that i'm even no. more
1: sad yeah i mean i was gonna say i guess it goes to show why you shouldn't play this bad and lose a game. Obviously, if Chris is out six weeks, this game and series doesn't really matter all that much anyway. Um, we're just going to... Un- hope honestly,
3: that- it's it's just the nature of all of this, right? Like, um, as part of what we knew last year, uh, that's, that's a great thing when that actually happens for you. And the reason why it doesn't happen for a lot of teams and stuff like this can just... Right out of nowhere, oh, pretty yeah. innocuous situation. And it's like, oh, timing is terrible. Yeah. Um, but... My, my take coming into this that I was prepared for was like, is it good to lose to the Bulls in game two? No. Was I expecting it? No. Am I all that concerned? Not really. I'm not unconcerned, but not really. But obviously Chris and Bobby was what that hinges on. And if, if there's anything like that, I mean, even beyond that, and we let's, Let's assume, and it could still well be the case, even if it's a worst-case scenario for Chris, that the books still get out of this series and maybe they get out of it pretty comfortably still and we end up forgetting what these first two games have looked like. There is a real challenge awaiting in the second round with the way the brackets fall. And if the book's done of Chris Milton, that's an entirely different conversation. Yeah. Giannis <laughs> might need to be game six Giannis every single night and guys like drew guys like brook will need their a game and tonight i guess is interesting on that front because we see brook have a big offensive game Uh second half in particular i know on playback we were talking about how the first half his his plus minus was indicative of them just getting torched that came almost all the way back so second half and him on the floor they found something drew that's a conversation we'll get into i guess in a different way but those kind of guys it's it's an entirely different conversation it's an entirely different role we could be talking about or not even could because we're going to be talking about it for the next few games because they're in a series now like whether whether we think it stays that way or whether we like it or not they're they're going to chicago and the series is all tied
1: yeah i mean we've clearly seeing the Bucks bounce back from the most demoralizing injury situations possible to win without key players, i.e. Giannis. So it's, you know, again, for this series, certainly not impossible that they rally. I, at this point, I'm not expecting them to take both in Chicago. They just have not played good ball for more than five minutes at a time in this entire series. Um, but, you know, to take one in Chicago, you could still wrap the thing in six. Um, not, not that difficult to do, but, it's just a precarious spot both because obviously the injuries are are a one number one and we I don't think we've heard anything on Bobby yet um we just don't know don't want to speculate too much on on how that that's shaping up but they just aren't playing well too it's 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 not a double whammy because one is so much more severe but it's, it's it's just like i don't know what good you can take away from this game i mean i know they were in it despite having such a horrific first half. I suppose you could cite that as, you know, hey, they can still play good it's ball. It's the books
3: thing. That's what they've been doing in recent months too. I mean, yeah, it's not even our first time doing a playback game where they haven't been great. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, look, they're right there. And they have won plenty of those. Would it be nice if they'd managed to do that tonight? Um, but that's... I guess indicative of something that is gonna be important if they're gonna be down Chris, if they're gonna be down Bobby for even like even a game at this point. And Chris George out Hill. and George Hill too, like but the word on George Hill today was we're not to expect him anytime soon. Like guys like Bobby and George Hill would be essential to trying to bridge what you're gonna lose offensively for Chris. And we we'll look we'll get on to Chris's game too. Chris's game was very much tail two halves like it's if you want to split his personality right down the middle you you had the worst of him the passive version of him in the first half and the second half until the injury he was on an absolute tear you, he you was, had the kyle <laughs> kuzma
2: and the prime mj in the same game
3: yeah i, I can go with that um but bobby like yeah, you'd imagine that's not something major. It may be something that bothers him for a couple of days. And if that's the case, that's a problem going into game three. But I don't or It, know, might, just, it might not
2: be a problem because he might just go out there and punch Tristan Thompson in the face. First opportunity you get.
3: He does like to punch balls. <laughs> he has a history. He bring Bobby to the United Center, put all those red jerseys in front of him. He could see red, <laughs> literally.
2: So anything's possible,
3: <laughs> Jordan. I haven't heard from you since I yeah, brought yeah. up the street close. jordan, you okay jordan just
2: seems sad, Jordan. Are yeah. you Jordan? Okay?
3: Really, I, he was doing okay, I think, leading in. And I, it's the air has gone out of the
4: balloon because uh, it was, I was waiting on the news because I just felt like it was not going to be good, and it's not. <laughs> um, yeah, not good news. I, it's just we go through these stretches. I mean, again. To Ty's point, nothing compares to losing Giannis and the immediate raw effects and of, of seeing a player go down in a very violent way. And you're thinking, oh, his career has forever changed. The Bucks title hopes are dashed forever. This is the shot, blah, blah, blah. And we saw how the story ended, and it ended wonderfully and a piece of my fandom is forever completed in some sense, but like it is, it just, what's frustrating about this time around is that they haven't played nearly or not nearly to their best basketball, obviously, even amid how strange this year has been Um, losing their, you know, one of their best scores, most, varied scores or their their best varied score like three level scorer too on top of that even with chris's inconsistencies and all that stuff like and we saw tonight in full fashion where he just doesn't shoot and that's part of the problem that we or the biggest problem that we had with it through the playback and then he is fueling this run that gets them within whatever it was single digits or even you know one, one possession game and it's just like immediate it's like a snap of of a of a finger and it's like oh you're not gonna you might not see him for the rest of the series Some might
2: say it's a snap of a ligament
4: snap of a ligament Oh yes.
3: well, let's too not soon? go full snap
1: Jesus.
4: Too, yeah. too soon That's probably worse right
3: yeah let's let's not a full snap
4: yeah it just i i mean it sucks you lose one of your best players and it's like well what how do you go on now? Who starts for him? Who what is what is the shape of this rotation? Because again, it's we have no idea with Bobby, but that's that's like that's an even harder one to gauge just because it's like he might not be able to see.
3: I assume that was the issue tonight.
4: Yeah. It's because the swelling.
3: The, yeah. It yeah. feels it feels like there's one of two things in a situation like that. One would be a cushion a concussion, which it obviously wasn't because he was on the bench and he was out there shooting and they were giving it a try. And the other is, well, the swelling has come up and it's affecting his vision. Like whether he didn't have his peripheral vision, but uh, I mean, what was reported on that was he tried uh, shooting at halftime and he gave up very quickly and was quite irritated about it. So yeah, I I mean, we'd like to assume that's a, a quick and easy one and swelling goes down and it's fine, but Maybe that's not the case too. That just, that makes it too dark of a timeline very quickly. Yeah. Um, Look, I I think the books of things, they just need to work out like Chris on the floor, Chris, not on the floor, which he's not going to be on the floor next few games, really in any scenario, you've got to find something with the offense. I mean, there's gotta be an emphasis on taking care of the ball. Yeah. Drew in particular now, three, like his, his passing has
1: to start the game, right?
3: Yeah, if not four, even it was a nine yeah. o bulls yeah, run, right? It was four. Right? It was four. It, no, it was it was three, it and was, then Drew pulled up, pull up for a three, tree, yeah. which I was commented well, was a fort. Yeah, Um yeah, he, he's. I know it seems ridiculous, particularly in a situation like this, Not to say say anything other than Giannis is the book's most important player. But we know what we're going to get from Giannis, and we know we'll probably get more than we could ever even ask for from him in this scenario. Drew is the most important player now. It's like there's no debate, no conversation, uh, 2A, 2B, second or third. It's just you are clearly number two. But there's no backup point guard. No disrespect to Luca Vildoza, who again may end up seeing some minutes soon. Javon, um, Carter. Javon Carter, yeah, different type of guard though. I I'm not. I don't ever say that to like disrespect Javon Carter in any way. It's just the kind of guard that, particularly Chris Gunn, they need a ball handling, I'm going to yes. control the game type of guard. And I'm sure they can look to Javon to do that. Is that where he's most comfortable or where they've got some of the best out of him so far? I no, don't know. He
2: said his offensive game is underrated. whole oh. on the Eurostep, check out that episode. Yeah. I him.
3: heard it. I just don't know if this is when I would look to put it to the test. Um, they may oh, have they no choice. Have, they
2: might have to yeah, put it to the for test. For sure. Exactly. Are we going to see Luca Vildoza make his debut and actually play significant that's minutes? I don't necessarily. I don't think that's happening.
3: I, I, no. Yeah, I I think they would have planned on not playing play? him at any point.
2: It, are they still figuring out the logistics? Who knows?
3: <laughs> that's this that's a good question.
1: This, I don't is, know. this would have to be the most disastrous situation. I'm
4: so down ever. bad right now.
1: He's never played with the Bucs or in the NBA.
4: Eliza Bryant
3: played though,
1: but he played in the regular season first.
3: He played. He played a oh, couple yeah, of games. He played that last game. He averaged
1: 16 him. points a game last regular season, Jordan. He has proven <laughs> by bit. that point. <laughs> it was. <a> um, <laughs> no, I think four guys have i mean obviously drew i mean there's not even much but he has to play better i've seen tweets that are like and i know i shouldn't do this it's just you know people but people's opinions matter i mean we're a pretty fan connected podcast and it's like i think it must be coaching when drew and chris start poorly i don't think bud tells them to miss shots and throw the ball out of bounds like if you watch the games like what coaching would hey hey drew uh play poorly to start the game i don't think that's the call
3: They both were turning the ball over for fun tonight, and no part of that was really on play design. And even drew it some later in the game, where you're just like, it's
4: completely of course.
3: I mean, maybe not all of it's on him. I could I could think of one he had with West, where where I think West should have been in the corner. And that's Drew's passing to the corner and the guy's not there. And he ends up probably looking a fool with that. But I don't know if that's technically on him. That's something the books will work out for themselves. But there were some really sloppy passes. Well, and, and you know, Chris missed, is guilty of that, points. and we know what could happen with Chris dribbling. So, like scenarios with those two guys, it's like, yeah, that's not on the coaching staff. It's not really on anyone bar them. I mean, you can say it's down to execution and maybe they're being put in a position where there's kind of undue strain on them. I don't think that was the case tonight though. Well, a lot of those mistakes were happening. It's like, and, and going forward, it is too. It's like, as I mentioned, Brooke is now so much more important than he was and we're seeing him score anyway. So that's not something that we have to be overly concerned about, but Brooke is a center. You've got to get him the ball. And one guy who could do that is now out of the picture. And the bulls are doing a pretty good job of walling off Giannis and making life difficult for him as is when he's mostly off ball. I do not think you can give him the ball. I I don't think you can set a team up to be able to have the kind of success well, in defending wow. him that we saw before, like Eve's. So they, it just, it puts so much on, on Drew and to, to the point we talked to too, I just don't think that's the kind of situation they're going to put someone like John Carter in either. Like I, it's even from a rotation sense, how you're gonna stagger Giannis and Drew becomes it's not even interesting, really. Like you can't have a second in the game where either those guys are gonna be off the floor because you're you're trying to survive and you're trying to make sure you're not giving up any runs because you're less equipped to just kind of take that on the chin, roll with the punches and go again like you always are, because you're down a key guy.
1: I will say one guy who I think is in a pretty good yep. position to step up. What?
2: You're, I was about to say this. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's Grayson who I think I think should be the get the starting nod um with with Chris out.
3: He will. He will for sure. We well, have got our way on, on all sides. So, dude, well,
1: yeah, I was he's thinking we were going to get Chris out. Well, I, I I think there's a shot it'll be Pat. I don't think it should, but just because he was there last year and they trust him more defensively. Uh, but I, I think it should be Grayson who did thrive when Chris's last extended absence has done basically nothing this post season so far, but certainly now should be, I mean, we've talked about, we argued about his effectiveness is lessened when the big three are all out there because he just doesn't get shots. There's going to be shots. There, there's going to be shots for, for West Matthews or for uh, Grayson Allen now. Um, and I, I just I'm for think, Wes
3: Matthews, there's going to oh, be shots yeah. for, for all these guys.
1: West can take his six shots a game and, and make three, and that's fine. But I think Grayson, you now need that – you know you can't expect 18 on 60-50 or whatever he shot at that one stretch this season. But I do think you need to see Grayson scoring in the teens now every game. I mean, if you look at their points per game through two games, it's really like disappointing. I mean, Giannis at 30, then Brooke at 21, and then nobody else has more than 15. Drew, or Drew is at 15. Chris is at 14.5. He would have been a little higher if he doesn't get hurt. But then it's Wes with 8.5, Bobby with 6, Pat with 3, Grayson with 1.5 through the first two games. Like, that's just not enough scoring, especially now with Chris going to be out for at least the next week, we'll say.
3: Is there a possibility that they go a different direction on start Javon?
1: No, I don't think so. Because I, I think, despite. How we label him as not a true point guard, he's okay with the ball in his hands. He has a really good assist to turnover ratio. Even if he doesn't control the offense as much, I think he's got to be your your bench guard who you at least use to set up the Yanis's and the Brooks. Which he can do that. He can throw entry passes. I, I don't think you can start him and then your second unit is like Grayson and Pat and
3: Yeah, I I, I agree. I'm a, I'm only I'm playing devil's advocate on that for the reason of. Even if they are viewing him from a way that is maybe a little bit more generous than I say is probably advisable at this point, where it's like, okay, we're going two ball handlers. That's a way where you can move Drew up a spot. I mean, late in this game, he was on Damar, and he's going to see a lot more Demar now, too. I and mean, I guess that's another thing in terms of how the size breaks down and what we're going to see with defensive matchups. That also factors into it, even though Chris's defense has not been good in this series at all, and it's not been good. In, Large stretches of the season, um, that kind of combination in the backcourt maybe could have made some sense, and there there has been some teams favour this. I don't think it's really bud, but tends to go with the the fairly simple and obvious choice that's there. I, I didn't, don't think this is an area where it's a lot of overthinking going on. But if you wanted to preserve some sort of bench offense, you wouldn't do anything now, as you pointed out, running down things describing Pat and Grace and his bench offense right now is stretch it's,
1: it's generous uh, Jordan That who we haven't talked about yet in detail who do you need to see more from for the rest of this series for the Bucks to take the, the edge again
4: um <laughs>
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed
4: I, I mean, this is where it's like, okay, if you're asking Grayson to start, which I do think is most likely to happen. Having it be game three as the series goes to Chicago and given the history of it all is... It's a good point. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, that was... I, I, I feel like I repeat myself all the time, but, like, because it, I just find it so interesting, of like, he's such a... He is a shooter, and if you are not there mentally, I mean, this is his... It's not his first taste of playoff basketball, but you're with the rating champs. You're asked to play this role, and you were paid an extension before you even played a game with the team officially. And I think from that angle, and given how the Caruso incident and all the craziness that happened after, um and just how his season's played out, too. It's like you if he's not in the right space or if he's overthinking his game and you know it's kind it's kind of like a golfer or a batter where they're just like down bad and you're just like can you if you just can kind of like plug through it find your way or find some other ways to contribute even if your shot's not falling can you do that well enough to you know help the bucks when you're now without one of your best players (laughs) Like, no, I'm
3: not purposely doing this and turning it to a baseball analogy. But you're saying you want like competitive at bats out of Grace. You want him to make a pitcher work.
4: Yeah, basically, it do something
1: would be good. Yeah.
4: And I, I do think. I mean, defensively, you're gonna, you're. It's not you're asking for the world for him, but he has shown to be competitive. He's made some plays out there. I just think more. I do think that they are very worried about him being out there for long because. I mean, if you see a guy like DeMar DeRozan have a game like he did tonight and he sees Grayson Allen in front of him, he's just going to play with him. Same goes to Zach Levine if he kind of – if he finds his rhythm because he's largely been anonymous this season. Um, In large, right, because DeMar was feeling it uh, in game two. So I I do think they have done a lot to insulate Grayson – and it kind of goes at the crux of our long standing just kind of discussion around him. We've, we've come together now.
3: Sink or swim together. time. They're, yeah, they're both going to be out there time. together.
4: Yeah. And it's, I mean, I don't know. And I don't like, I, to kind of go back to, again, playing devil's advocate, I wouldn't be surprised if Bud does consider Pat heavily. I also just, again, to kind of, if you're playing that mental game with Grayson, you might just lose him if you don't turn yeah. him as a starter. And you can't protect him too one much. for
1: six again. Yeah, he's that. been hot ass, which is something – I thought that's where you are going to go, Jordan. I really like the Grayson point. Hot ass? I know. I, I wish – and I'm going to have to mark <laughs> it, it. seems as, like a
2: compliment.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I wasn't thinking about it like that. I <laughs> guess he's been cold ass but it, it's been really bad um for Pat Connaughton <laughs> so far um' just put it crassly. Two for 12 for the yeah. series and I just like in the Pat,
3: Pat point, is a guy, out Ty, right and you of all people know, will I go know. with this it's no but we've, no I'm not I'm not I'm not making any fun of that he's a guy who can look like it's just like he's lost he's in the wilderness and then just just like that it's like oh he's found it
4: is that Grayson like these,
3: are- I, is that Grayson? That's that's one thing I don't I like. I, I, I feel confident in.
2: Question.
3: <laughs> I feel <laughs> confident in in Pat's resilience. Now, it doesn't mean it will just happen. It doesn't mean it'll deliver. But we have seen the ups and the downs of that, and turn it on. Kind of, I I don't know with Grayson. I think Grayson's got that in him. Ability wise, the one thing when you were describing Jordan, all of it, it's like. If you're kind of a rationally romantic and you like narratives, it's all set up for Grayson to actually play really well in Game Three and Game Four.
1: He has dealt with this kind of being hated and playing through it thing at Duke
3: before. Yes, and, he is not a stranger. He he's not gonna
1: when he played the, the role booze. of Grace and Allen. Ever since then, as well, he's kind of dealt with it to a lesser extent than this. And it's, it's also just like with,
3: when Jordan runs through it. It's like I don't know at this point how you can be a books fan and not believe in narrative after what we saw last season they just it buy into it a little bit more easy in spite of how irrational it is because we saw so many moments last year it's like these things do happen sometimes and yeah it's all set up oh it's like Grayson's gonna have to play and it's a tough moment but yeah he is he is kind of the guy if you're gonna find someone with that personality who is he's best prepared for that tough moment he has had to go through it multiple times before
4: yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm
3: not saying like that's completely irrational. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm upfront, but there is something to this idea of, you know, if a few days from now we're, we're on the pod and we're like, Grayson had 18 points, the book's won so comfortably, we will be saying, oh, look, he's had to deal with it before. Like he was able to step up because he's had to deal with it before. Like the narrative is there. There is a clear path to how that works out for him, how we can buy into it. But it's going to be an interesting measure of him. I mean, you can't hinge it on one game. Like if he doesn't play well in game three, you know that, that's that's going to be a problem for the books. We can't. I don't. Well, we can so. n- It's three straight games sh- at that. point. But he
1: needs it's to show not up. Just one game. It's three straight games but, at that. But, point. It, but it's not. It's not even just
3: game three is going to be different though.
4: It's on the backdrop of you know we're going to hear more news about Chris tomorrow. We don't know what the hell is going on with Bobby. You know, hopefully he's playing game four. Yeah, I mean, like now we're getting down to the weeds. Sergio Baca made a cameo tonight. I'm not,
3: there's no up. confidence in him. He played one minute, and he would tonight yeah, was the night where minute. he's playing more if he's ever gonna play.
4: Yeah, and then we're getting down to Luca Vildosa.
1: No, it's, PA? I was actually gonna bring this up. I, uh-huh. I guess the Pat...
4: Combo, Jordan Mora. Like, please play
1: better but yeah Jordan Wara is the Jordan Moore. with Chris out that's, he's that's the one. maybe oh, God. I'm really it's concerned I think dark if we timeline. see him, I think I think I think it's extra dark if we do see him cause he is kind of falling into this role of break glass in case nobody else can hit a single shot that's what Bud uses I think it's him for break now. glass in case no here's one a,
3: else can here's a play. guy Rajon yeah. Tucker hey, hey don't gotta convince me he's on the two way Obviously, oh, no. but he was signed too late. That's right.
4: No, he can play. No, no he can play. Can he play? Does he know, play a foul I, foul I still don't know the rule on that because he played 10 days. 10 days? You, you, it's if you get waived. It's,
1: that's what I found out. It's not if you're on a roster. It's if you get waived by a team. So your 10-day yeah. expires, you're good. Yeah, you're fine. Well, I learned okay. this because he of Greg Monroe.
3: Of oh, you're right. That was nice.
1: clarified because Greg Monroe can play. He was on a 10-day. Because he was with somebody else, it doesn't count. It's like a loophole right. in the, the roster thing. Also, I don't think Tuck got called up that recently anyway. It's been a little while. He did Team USA. He missed some hurt games That's, for that. But I don't think he's been on a roster since March anyway.
2: But he, he could be an option.
1: Who knows? I,
2: they
3: might have to try out all these options. Luca, I Ludoza, uh, Rajon Tucker.
1: Do they really, though? Jordan Wara. Even if I, no, even if Bobby well, misses the game, I think they still have enough players to well, get through That
3: the was period. gonna be my point to Jordan when he's saying like it, does Grayson not have to if, if Grayson doesn't have a good game tree and that's it the Bucks lose and the Bucs are gonna lose a series to the Bulls because Grayson Allen can't deliver. Fine, you're going to lose to the Bulls, and this playoffs is not going to amount to anything. Chris Middleton's injured. Who knows? Bobby Porce at this time, like we'd all just be wasting time to be otherwise. The team are obviously not going to approach it that way, but not. they're not. They're not, and I'm sure they will impress us and surprise us. Like there's this is a group of guys that have character. We we know that much. But if that's what it comes down to, if it's like Grayson Allen just wasn't up to it, and the books. going crashing out because of that I don't know how much I read into Grayson Allen because of that because I don't think that was specifically what he was acquired for either like it's it's a weird situation but I do think if it comes down to him being that important we're on a road to nowhere on this playoff journey to begin with and I know that's depressing and I hope that doesn't prove to be the case hopefully we get some good news Chris's timeline isn't that long and it can be a case of, okay, survive this series. You know, maybe maybe let this series go six or seven games. Don't be afraid. You don't have to go five. You know, drag it out a little bit more. Give him some more time and he can be back middle of the next round. Like maybe there is a scenario like that where things become a little bit brighter. But if it if it all hinges on Grayson Allen that kind of way. I'm going to become painfully kind of realistic about it, which is you're sometimes it's not your year. Judge. Sometimes it's not your year. And if Chris's injury is at this point, that's, you know,
1: you say you're a narrative based voter.
3: <laughs> I, I did not say that.
1: I'm going to push back on the Grayson thing a little bit. You shouldn't be expected to carry the bucks through the playoffs. If Chris is going to miss extended time, obviously, I think he should be expected to help carry them through a shorter period with a guy like Chris out. I mean, the list of guys who have more money committed to them by the bucks than Grayson Allen mm-hmm. is very short. Like 10 should... million
4: for a fourth guard?
1: What?
3: 10 million for a fourth guard, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: well. I mean, uh, but like when I'm saying that, and that was my original counter to Jordan was like he can have a bad game three and he can have a good game four. And that's kind of Grayson Allen. And Alan. You can't expect yeah. like he, we can't just be like, he needs to be even 12 points consistently next few games. It may not work like that. Like just he's at the level where you're going to see variance with guys game to game anyway. So expect to expect that to disappear when the need is greatest. Like if he does that, that's fantastic. And we learn a lot about him. If he doesn't, I don't think it's telling us something we don't know. I'm sure it will sully his reputation or how book fans feel about him. Maybe how the organization consider him, but I don't think it teaches us a whole lot different. Like he could have a terrible game three, a great game four, good game five. Or like, you know, in any kind of order that's on the table because that's the kind of, that's the level of player. We're down a tier. So it's not like if he was as consistently good as he can be, I'm not talking great. I'm not talking about a standout game. Well, then he's definitely starting in this series and he's a different tier, different level of player altogether. I mean, we're not, we
4: don't even have to talk about a different tier because look at Drew. Drew is a perfect example of, you know what I mean? Like the, the Bucks best players, um, even be Giannis to an extent, I'm not going to put a lot of blame on him, but they haven't played their best ball. They're down, they're down, they're tied one and one in this series.
2: Feels like they're down. Being tied feels like
4: they're down. emotionally, it's the, I mean, the expectations of people thinking this is a sweep and then losing Chris and then yeah, I mean like that's.
3: I think uh, Bulls fans are expecting like a graveyard esque funeral like atmosphere for Game Three where they weren't going to be invested and United Center could be a madhouse now. The
1: big question when I did the crossover with cast considerations: Will the Bulls win a single game? They almost won two. I mean, game one was close till the very end. Um, it, it's been it's been quite a mess. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I do think one last note on Grayson. I agree with that's who he is. If he's you know solid or worse, some games good, some games from here on out. I I don't think we'd get new info if that's the case, and I don't think I'd change how I look at him from right now. I do think there's a shot he could get back up to where we looked at him, I think, pretty collectively before and se- early in the season. Early in the season, When we did sure, think, yeah. like, okay, this guy is the fifth starter. Like, this guy is a missing piece. I mean, we were ecstatic with that extension based on the preseason and how he looked early in the year. It's really been a while since I felt that way. I think I've kind of soured on, on that deal, at least for now. Not entirely, but certainly a bit. I mean, it just hasn't been consistently that that impactful. He's got a chance to kind of turn that around here and it's a lot on a player especially with all the other stuff that we've talked about with Grace and Allen in this matchup specifically but I think that that chance is is there but Rohan have not heard from you in a bit what are you, what are you what are you feeling pain yeah
3: just pain that's it's like that's, grade 1 or grade 2 pain
2: it's like grade 7 pain oh, oh it's like good i know it's not good it's just I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. I'm just so I'm so down bad after this loss. Yeah, like maybe That's fair. maybe it's I put all my energy into that playback. Uh, anyone who's there can attest to it. You put the energy in. Yeah, and now it's just I felt like I was dealt a crushing blow.
1: Yeah. So the Bucks, the Bucks really were, and us by extension, we're like horcruxes.
2: Yeah. I I still I still think they're gonna win this series. I
1: hope so. I think you they guys, will, are. You guys. Do you do you not think so?
3: I I think they will, but it that Chris injury news like it's, it's a they're gun gonna punch. Ha, they're gonna have to show up. They're gonna oh, have yeah. to play well with what they've got to win this series now. Like Demar Derozan had forty one points and looked pretty incredible <sighs> tonight. He was if so if various. he's if he's like two TV thirds of that level. consistently, and the books done of Chris. It's look the one thing the books do have. Yanis, and it's not impossible that Yanis could single-handedly win this series if that's what it takes. It might take that, and we were not coming into this series prepared for that to be the case. It's not quite like Brooke is having a lot of success, and i I think that's something interesting too. Like Brooke played thirty five minutes, and yet it feels like there's long spells where he's not there, and then it's like, oh my god, we can't take him off the floor. I think they've got to find some sort of balance with that. They're going to have to obviously rework the rotation and find balance with a lot of things. But Brook, as he did in the regular season and his appearances post his comeback, can get whatever he wants offensively against the Bulls. That's good. That's that's really important right now. It's, it's good that this isn't a bad matchup for Brook where he's not really contributing offensively. I, I am thinking quite a bit about Pat, though, even in the conversation we've had about Grayson. It's...
2: He's been cold ass, according <laughs> to Ty. <time.
3: laughs> what, if, what if that continues <laughs> to be the case? It's really
1: bad. I like, can't afford it anymore. He's the bench now. <laughs> depending Bobby, pending Bobby. Pending Bobby, hopefully.
3: Maybe, maybe that's what will spur him on, like last year, where it's like, you, Pat, you're the only bench player, and all of a sudden he's like, right, you know. Nails puts his, puts his cape on and, yeah, nails. That was that description. Was Has he sold any for...
2: properties lately? Has he lost his powers? <laughs> Does he need to make a transaction?
1: Pat, buy Rohan's apartment. Put some pressure Please on don't. both of you. Um, <laughs> I, I think I will say one slight positive. Giannis at center had some of his best defensive work. I think it was in the first half of this game. That's going to have to continue because it feels like if you are gonna stagger Drew and Giannis, I assume you'd get more Giannis without Brook because I don't think you want Drew with neither of them, and you're not gonna play Brook too many minutes. So I think you're gonna see some more Giannis at the five. We'll see if they dust off Serge. Can you
3: for that though? If Bobby's like, does that not hinge on? It's not even about how you're staggering your minutes or building out your rotation in a front court sense, which is normally how we think about that, and then it becomes okay, they're going small for these minutes. I'm just talking about where your offense comes from and what help is out there for, for Giannis. And if Brooke is not out there, that's it gets scary Pat, very that's, quickly. And that's if Bobby's Pat not out in there, big. Pat, Pat and Grayson have to be delivering yeah. in those kind of minutes. Like, that's where they're completely essential. And,
1: I mean, it's, I know we talked about him in a lot of ways, but that's where you could really use that, like, two for four night from deep for Javon Carter again because I think he's also going to be the guy – who's Out there with Giannis Moore, the other guard, um, and being able to replicate some of Drew's defense is really nice. And again, just a steady ball handler, but his shooting and he'd done some off the dribble shots. I think just gonna need all the, you're gonna need everything you can get from everyone who plays. And that's even if Bobby does go, just with Chris and, and George Hill being out, but especially if Bobby does miss any more time, you're, you're gonna need everyone. So I think Giannis the five is gonna be important and just. More players being competent offensively is going to be really, really important. Uh, can
3: we on, on that? Can we? and um, we're obviously I, I don't think this fits in in terms of the direction you're outlining. Like, yeah, it, it would be good if they could go to some Janus the five. I think they're just going to have to.
1: I mean, at some point, well, we'll see about Bobby.
3: But what I was going to ask, Sergio Baca has not looked very good since the books got him. Yeah, we have seen him show some signs of touch that he can make shots. What do we think is the reason specifically? Like, I, I think it's easy to come up with a general reason of. It <laughs> just doesn't look very good. He might be washed. It's but the Dante if we're, curse. If we get into specifics, involving Dante. That's yeah, that's a good point. If we're to get into specifics, though, what right now in a game like this, Bobby comes out. You don't have that to go to. One minute, like I'm not advocating for more. <laughs> Let's get that clear. But going forward, again, if we're just talking like your point with John Carter is entirely right. Every point is going to be valuable. So if that's a guy that is just not in the equation at this point with the other options available, why are we pinpointing that?
1: I guess who are you gonna take minutes away from? I mean, we talked about like this is their deepest roster. I mean, that's it's either it's, less pat it was. Well, yeah, true. But still, I mean, even now, if you if Bobby doesn't play, I think they're still seven deep before you get to Surge. So at this point, I think we probably would see him a little, maybe? Like, I don't know. Surge or Thanasis?
2: I'm not even kidding.
3: No, I, I honestly, I'm just going to break your heart. Like, this will really deeply hurt you. I think Jordan Wara is way ahead in the queue on that, and I don't think that's a good idea.
1: I think he's ahead in the queue, on, not only – in part it's in part because of Chris skill set. Yeah, yes. missing you're missing shot. Yeah. I'm what
3: you're missing. I'm sorry, sorry Rohan. Yeah. <laughs> I knew uh, I really insult it to it.
1: injury to injury to Rohan here. <laughs> I'm just so down then. Yeah. Uh, I, but sir, I, I think like I just don't think they've loved what they've seen defensively.
2: Um, I, yeah, I we just...
1: just got a case of the moving kind of slow.
3: So oh, Nikola no. Vucevic it's like, no? Well, I feel like that you probably match
1: hang? you probably match Vucci with uh, Brooke, right? Because it felt like a lot of the Odyssey. Do you want Brooke and Surge
3: out there together? No. I don't no, what I'm let's saying. Go, so, go
1: jumbo
2: bucks, why not?
3: Yeah, well, they might have to try some really weird stuff. Um <sighs> is bad, guys. This is bad. I I I, Are we um,
4: overreacting? No, no. They lost. No, I mean, if
3: if Chris is if Chris Chris is out for a significant period of time,
4: they don't have they don't have a lead ball handler, shot creator. They're starting small forward three. They don't even have. I mean, who is like? I I know Pat plays minutes at the three. I know. Like that is also a position of. Great value that they don't have any cover really. DeAndre
3: Bambry would be useful right about now.
4: Yeah, I mean if he was healthy, like this is where it gets to. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but you know if things went a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to that point of like they can't play in serves because he's slow and not good at defense anymore. Yeah, which is the whole reason why they didn't (laughs) keep Boogie. Oh yeah, fair. And then you make the deal that I'm not saying Dante to even would Dante help. No. Yeah, right. It's right now,
3: on. right now, he's a player that you would play. I mean, would he we're disappoint just... us? Most likely, yeah, yeah. but given the how problem... the situation is broken, yeah, he'd help.
4: The problem is that we're. T- I mean, I'm throwing Grayson in the mix, but we're talking about Jordan Ward. We're talking about Luca Vildoza. Maybe some of us. <laughs> we're not talking about it. last year. we were like, okay, at least like Jeff Teague knew what he was doing. Jeff Teague he was an adult. He was a See, we... in the room. They should have brought Jeff out of back, here. But it's more of just, it's more of the, the, this is the, the line, the fine line that they have been on, in that you want these championship playoff battle tested guys. But then you look at the pipeline of like, okay, do they have someone that can kind of, you know, be a blossoming, uh, you know, player on, on their bench or whatever the case may be. We thought that was Dante. And then, played like crap. He played like cold ass to (laughs) Um, and then they gutted him away. Like, that's where it's like, this crunch, you know, I know a lot of people said at the time of when they traded Dante is that like, well, it's one less person that you have for, you know, cover for for guards. And we're like, ah, that's not a big problem. Pack gets immediately hurt that night that they trade him. And it's like, it's stuff like that where it's like, huh, that keeps kind of happening and happening and That
2: hasn't been the same since, by the way.
4: Which is not a surprise.
2: Uh,
3: yeah, and he's also a guy who was having a really a good season again yeah. and on a long, long heater, and all to take him out of that rhythm at all was just it probably sucks. not ideal. Just to disrupt that, like you would like to just never disrupt that. And just like Pat, you just keep doing what you've been doing for the last nine months, and never stop doing that. I mean, the other the other thing, and this is not something we need to really get lost in right now because it is the very short term element of what that matters. But the other side of the Dante deal was the picks they got, and we know how the books have used their picks. You know, gonna cycle through it, and this is this is something that like I i'm like a broken record about and i know that but this is the kind of situation where it's like you know time's got to come where you got to use some of those picks and you've got to get some right it 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 does just get unsustainable if you don't have guys that you're in a position to trust or if this kind of thing arises that you're like yeah let's let's go to at some point you've got to have some young players that you're like it's- they're real development pieces they're not just like no disrespect to Mamu or, but like, what are what is the what are we talking about there? What is the upside at this point? Like, that's a long, that's a long way off. You need something that is more tangible and that there's there's a real path to. Okay, this is a skill set. Like the the reason I I love Mamu is because he's so weird, but that's fine when that's somebody who's never going to have to play. The books could do it. Like, oh, that's like a utility forward. That player has a proven skill set, plays in a style that is recognizable when you look around the league, or this is someone who is actually a tree and D wing. They're not just we're not just terming them as that because there's no other description for them, which is Dante. You know, it's like well, he's not really much of a combo guard, so let's start calling him a tree and D wing. It's he's not really that either. It's at some point you've got to get some of those kind of players because it's really tough when you're trying when you're in the book situation like to go and trade for them. John Horst hit a home run to be able to go and get Grayson Allen in the way that he did to get that kind of role player at that age on the the Giannis timeline as we've talked about before to get him locked up to a contract and we're still at this point where it's like that contract may end up not being great. is he is he what they need? Or is and it's it just like
4: trade fodder.
3: I mean, that's which is always a possibility, and on that that perspective, it works. But when you get in a spot like this, it's the depth is much better than it ever could have been. But But the back end of the roster depth, it has never been because of the approach to draft picks and their pretty terrible record of drafting over the last. I was going to say 10 years, but really I could go much further. But 10 years, we'll say, as something that's relevant to this group, with, you know, one very notable exception anyway.
2: You're not,
3: you're not drafting well at all. And that means the back end of your roster does look like Jordan Moore, or Rajon Tucker, Luke Vildoza, Tenassas. Like, it's, that's, that's a problem. Because if all of a sudden those guys have to move up four spots in your rotation and we're like, oh, they might need some of these guys. And we're like, oh, this is this is a hopeless case.
1: I mean, I think it's always a hopeless case if you need a second round pick from the last two years to play. Rotation but there are the you can. Yeah.
3: You, there are teams There's who not if you have picks and you're using them. You do have a chance of finding some. There's not many. I'm but the books aren't in they're not in the game of trying to be like the majority of the, like the, these are the fine margins. You're trying to win a championship and oh, that's that, that sort of thing. It's, it's difficult, but it can matter. Like that's you, you have to get every decision basically perfect. And it's a really unfair standard to hold them to, but it's when luck doesn't break your way, which this year, <laughs> gonna, gotta say, it doesn't look like it's breaking their way. Then all of a sudden it just, it gets very difficult very quickly. And yeah. there's there's time. Look, I'm not writing it off, but
1: I think they need to start using first round picks. I I could care less. Yeah, if they for trade sure. Off the second round picks, though. I mean, couldn't
2: couldn't care less.
1: It still works. The, I couldn't the, possibly care less. It makes sense.
4: The thing is, is throughout this time, and you could say this for large stretches of bucks or. Key stretches of Bucks history, is that they're really good at big asset accumulation. Going all in for Oscar Robertson. Going all in even more so for Drew Holiday. Big,
3: big asset, in. not hot asset or cold asset. Big asset.
4: <laughs> they're they're they can get the big things done when the, <laughs> the time is right. Um, it's it's the it's. We can say that they have the there. This could be the deepest team in Bucks history, but when you lose a significant piece out within that, your depth is being tested, and that's where it's like this. You kind of look at it, not having Chris, and it's just not. I don't know. It's just hard to overcome in every way you look at it. it yeah, cause I mean, it's just a weird. It's a weird hole in their roster that they just don't know how to. Or address or do anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just
1: think, I just think it's it would be a really hard hit to overcome for any team, no matter how well yeah. they're built. Um, but Bucks are gonna have to do it. I think one last note. Somehow we got an hour out of just being sad. But it's like, an hour. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's <laughs> almost been an hour. Like twenty minutes. <laughs>
1: um, I just don't like that they've looked like they looked against Orlando. That playoffs two years ago, and I made this point on the playback too. And I just think, I mean, obviously a whole different Bucks team, a whole different set of circumstances, but it wasn't a long playoff run. And there's a lot that went into that. It was, you know, the bubble and Mickey Mouse and everything else. But I just, I don't like this approach of not coming in ready. And I know they had the extra days off. I think that buys you a half or a game. I don't think it buys you two games. I, It's just... I just don't like the way that the extent to which they played with their food. I never, I hate talking about flipping the switch or everything else, but and I don't need want to go into a whole thing about the merits of that in general. I just don't like how how rare it's been for them to play forty eight minutes of good quality Bucks basketball. They had some great wins like a month ago or more now,
3: and outside of
1: that, it's been pretty bad.
3: Yeah, but they've, they, those wins have all been the hard way. Is uh, yeah, exactly.
1: Like, like yeah, yeah. They, they, we have not seen them just like go out and win a game against i I'm really any team, but especially but a they're
3: not team. The, They've actually it's it's carrying over what the playoffs felt like into the regular season and thinking you have to win every game that way, even when you're not playing like the Nets or the Suns, when in fact you don't have to win games against. I don't know gonna use the hornets that's a bad example because they just chose to generally not win games well, against the hornets
4: they play the pistons late
3: yeah that's yeah. that's a good example like the the bludgeoning kind of that they were giving teams two years ago is just yeah, that, that has not been a factor or when they do it like we thought we were gonna see it in game one they come out of the gates we talk about like a slow start or playing your food we were like great.
4: Is the this closest, is
3: a, this is everything we want and then it's just it's gone straight away
4: is the closest game to that of this season of I'm mean, if you have an example like you could easily overrule me but like that warriors home game yeah that's what I was where, gonna say yeah it just like it's all systems go and they just blitz Creek some of the chicago, chicago games game. too ironically that is true yeah that they got close with that too and
3: this is, uh, I mean, I'm, I was going to make fun of that because I was like, come on, the Bulls. This is the, congratulations to the Bulls. They finally beat a good team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time for everything. The last time. Did they beat a good team though? Uh, okay. Different, different question. Oh, right. they
4: beat a th-
3: Way to bring team? it even further down.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm in
2: the, I'm in the earth's core. That's how down bad I am.
1: Their only other win against, is it a top three seed was Boston before they got good? Yep. I think, yeah. That it, that Really? Which means we yeah. can
3: extend it to top four because they didn't beat the Sixers. Sixers. No, I don't think they did. Just incredible. I don't know and about not, the, not the, the West. The West.
4: Ends, just like, it feels like we're on the precipice of something and it doesn't feel... Good.
3: Does it though? That's interesting. It's a
4: turning point. I think it's a turning point. Because I think it's not just about this series. It's about like, you know,
3: the long-term advanced viability? Advanced,
4: um, what is, what does this offseason look like? What does Yair mean?
3: So you, you'd you expect changes if this... No, let's say, seeing... worst-case scenario, let's say they go out in the first round, Chris has got injured, they lose the Bulls in the first round. It's as bad as a, as a title defense you could have. There would also certainly be mitigating factors there. Chris's injury would do that, depending on what Bobby misses. What's the offseason look like? Do you, do you think they... Consider something like real, something meaningful.
4: I well, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm not saying in that sense. I'm. or I mean, who knows if that, if worst case scenario happens? But like, Bobby and Pat are gonna be free agents. What does that do? You know what? What is what is ownership willing to do? To uh yeah, I mean, that's the black box question of like.
3: Yeah, well, it could just quickly become. You know, oh, this is really hard to do, and we got one already. So maybe let's not push the boat out as far and maybe we get lucky again. If we don't, hey, we got one and we've got, that's dangerous though. Like as much as I would get on ownership for that, I I do think they realize how fortunate they are to have Giannis, that they will lose Giannis at some point. I'm not saying he will leave, could happen, but whether it's he spends the rest of his career and he plays until he's 40, there is a day that will come if this ownership does plan on being around long-term and it being a generational thing as they've talked about that stays their families it's like yeah the version of the books that Giannis is coming like when it comes that's kind of up to them though like and the decisions they're prepared to make and the commitments more than anything they're prepared to show that's i i I think janice is the only thing that gives me confidence that that would never get so radical like, maybe if they decide not to patent Bobby, maybe that's like, those guys aren't the answer for what we're going to do next. That's tough, though, because you're not going to get better than them. And that's that's where you've got to keep guys just because that's the best option available to you, um, regardless of what that costs.
1: Too early, too early for this. I, I think, though... I
2: know. Yeah, I feel like this is getting way too existential.
1: I, I think for this playoff run... Game three is a little bit of a turning point. And even if they lose, but if they can't put together a good game of basketball. And I know
4: not it's, even that, two quarters. Yeah, like right? any any Try uh, one any quarter. A half, a quarter. They had one today, at least.
3: <laughs> they they won both quarters in the second half today. Yeah,
4: they, they yeah, turned I mean, they turned it they, they
3: lost it just... the first quarter by a point. The the yeah. this game is all quarter. about the second quarter where they got absolutely blown away.
2: Yeah, but I, I wouldn't say
1: like they played well in the first or the fourth quarter.
3: You yeah. don't need to play well to beat the Chicago Bulls. You I don't need to play well
1: saying, to win a championship, yeah. is what yeah. I'm yes. saying. And I'm yeah. saying yes. if you cannot demonstrate at any point through three, then four playoff games year. that you just can't play well. Like what what are we talking about here?
3: But and they're I, not look, they're uh, I've taught all on all throughout this season I've said they're gonna win a championship. They're gonna win a championship and I felt more and more bullish about that. If Chris's prognosis doesn't come back as something miraculous tomorrow they're not going to win a championship. Agreed. Because that, that, that's the thing that underpins this that we haven't talked about yet, really. Like, we've talked about every book's angle. The East is a murderer's row. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, get past the Bulls, great. You've got the Celtics or the Nets. And if you're going to get past that, well, you're going to have the Sixers or the Heat. The books can't get through that without Chris Middleton. Like, they can't. I I don't want to doubt Giannis's ability to do anything. But that is, that is tough. And if he somehow finds a way to do that, he's, you know, he's just the greatest player ever already. Let's just call it. But that's, that's the thing that I think is under the surface. That's why we're as down bad as we are. It's not like there isn't even the path there was last year. It's not like, oh, you could get the Hawks then. The East is just not like that. There are real teams here and a full strength. There was going to be tough tests for the books. Tests they could have been up to based on their recent play you'd say they would have needed to figure some stuff out regardless but if if that ends up being something that we have to map out without chris no of course they can't do it And i don't think that's remotely controversial or surprising or really reflects on anything it's like second best player third best player the way the team is constructed without that guy are you better than the brooklyn nets are you better than the boston celtics the sixers the heat you're certainly not better than all of them
1: uh- I think you know they almost certainly can't – I'll never say never with Giannis. I've said this before and we'll see. I mean, yes, sure. It's, it's been a brutal couple of weeks for NBA injuries. You obviously don't root for any more for any team, but you never know what could happen with any of these other teams. But I, I think I'm 80% concerned, of course, total or more is about Chris and, and the status and we just don't know as we record this. Their level of play before Chris got hurt had also become a concern for me for yes. largely the same reason. Is I don't think you're getting through the East even with Chris Middleton if he and the rest of the team is this inconsistent. And I just I don't want to hear about oh, it's the Bulls, they're you know, whatever. And I've mentioned this quickly in this pod. I just don't care. It's the playoffs. If you're not ready by game two to get up for whoever you're playing in the playoffs, that says something that's not good right there either. It's it's four series, you know, it's like I just it's it's been concerning, and it just reminds four me four series, team. and
3: they've they've waited all year for this too. Yeah, like and they've the
1: and they've kind of maybe not said but hinted at. I mean, they didn't take the regular season seriously either. I just need to see some serious basketball. So I think Game Three. I really hope even again, it doesn't have to be a blowout. I don't mean they need to win by forty. I just need to see them consistently play well. And it's just been a frighteningly long time. Like the Detroit game, which again, Detroit staged a comeback in that game, but that's the last time I remember. For more than a few minutes at a time, I was like, okay, yeah, the Bucks look great. I just need to see that in game three. A um, win would be nice too. And a good Chris
4: prognosis. Bobby plays. To that effects. Per Eric Name of the Athletic, he said, uh, this is a quote from Bud after the game. He's got a right right eye abrasion. We anticipate that he should be fine with some time and that he should be good. Okay. Who Chris? No, Bobby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a good news. Kid. Also very vague. It was like we anticipate in time. In rush.
3: time. Well, it's not good news. The time could Bud be you Bud is weeks. writing
2: these
4: injury reports?
3: Remember no. Bud just said George Hill was going to be available for Nobody Game 1? Nobody
1: noticed that. I was literally – I was in a car for 12 hours that day and I was like freaking out in this car. I'm in the Discord. I'm like, guys, he said he was fine a day ago. No one reacted. I think it was a big sports day. I don't know did you kids
3: what but, but that's i don't have an issue with because we knew he was doubtful like there could be a setback something could change but the fact that now the word is like he's out kind of indefinitely like it's not like he's day-to-day or we're expecting george hill's going to be playing game three that's the thing that from saying that is
1: well i just the quote well, we, we know yeah.
3: george's injury status too it and bad. it sounds like george yeah. should not be playing so all of a sudden, if George is not playing, it's not entirely stunning. But yeah, that was a weird.
4: But it was like kind of, of events. It was the whole Chris doesn't have COVID and then Chris has COVID. Yeah, but like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's I forgot whole, about just, that one. There's a lot of just, examples. Just, That's a good one.
2: The, there's there's a lot of examples detailing yeah. everything. That's all I'll say. Yep.
1: Bucks in six. Bucks in five. I'm not going to get greedy. I'll take six for the culture.
3: I, w- I would have said five. If you asked me right at the start of the pod, I probably said five. And then the Chris... you just took... gotten sad. No, I mean, the Chris... Like, I've done my best to keep talking. Five, I was trying six, to rally us through earlier. Like, this could take seven. They're That's going to choose... So That's it could take... it, It's less depressing than them losing the series.
4: I think they could win in five still, but again, they could. it comes I'm back to the issue of, yeah, can I, they, I know, can but just, they imprint their identity and will on the game. Cause they we, we've got to see game tree and game four. Now. Out of, outside yeah. of game or uh, court, the first quarter of game
1: one. Can they and put they, their brand on the bulls? Where mm.
2: you can get the brand. Oh. GSPN store.com. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Playoffs 22 for 22% off to April
2: 30th. I was ready to go after someone said imprint. Yeah. And then Ty said brand. I was like, I have to. A <laughs>
4: promo on code it. idea would be cool. T-shirts, ass.
3: hoodies, <laughs> crew neck sweatshirts. Let's
4: not get banned from Teespring, Jordan. Yeah, sorry, sorry.
3: Mugs. I didn't hear whatever he said. That was probably for the best. Pine yeah. glasses, stickers. Did you say pillows? Uh,
4: there's literally light emitting from Adam's. Oh, it's now.
3: it is bright. I mean it's about to be seven AM. Like
1: Rohan, run it.
2: Yeah, let, we're done here. Uh thanks for listening. We're already doing promos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, Ad, it's morning for Adam. Adam's cooked. Uh we're all cooked. We're down bad. But we appreciate you listening. Uh make sure you subscribe on your podcast platform, Chase. Make sure you leave a five-star rating and review wherever you can
3: please do it it's ah. daytime and i'm here i did a <laughs> playback
1: dj adam in the morning it's a it's a bit i'm workshopping still
3: there's a couple of like there would be a couple of shows before me already like i'm not even like the morning morning show
1: yeah it's true you're you're prime you know time. you're you're a veteran yeah, no you're, you're yeah. prime time yeah you're you're drive time am that's big congrats
3: thanks <laughs> sorry wrong. continue
2: no we're good (laughs)
1: make
2: sure you subscribe to the Substack, subscribe to the youtube make sure you just do everything please
3: cruising for a bruising yeah sorry sorry um if you want to hear jordan and i have a maybe less depressing conversation tomorrow we're going to talk about the milwaukee brewers who just speaking of brooms they swept the pittsburgh pirates things are looking up uh so I don't know. Collectively, there could be a lot of focus shifting to the Milwaukee Brewers sooner than anticipated. So oh, okay. if you want to get in <laughs> on the ground floor, uh, Jordan and I will be talking Brewers tomorrow. Cruising for Bruising, subscribe wherever you get your pods, and you'll get that episode. There you buy go. Buy
1: your art, too.
3: Yeah. Buy your art, buy your, buy your sweatshirt, Jordan. If you're missing, people, not
2: watching on YouTube, you're missing a lot of so
1: modeling.
3: Confused. That yeah. is true. I, I forgot that not everyone is. Anyway, I mean, we didn't say
2: it up top when we did it up top. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. whatever. We're done. Pod, yeah. random bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes,
0: ensuring every light is working.